about you in my dreams at night There's something about you Trying to ignore the signs Do you even hear me when I speak? Yeah Do you even feel me? No, you don't I know You don't I know Impatient, conceited But I swear it's like I Yo, it's Mr. Patient. This is the Everyday Man Podcast. I'm here with my brothers. What's going on, party people? It's OJJ. Yo, 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 it's your boy B-Ro. Back at it like a crack at it, man. Good to see y'all. What's going on, man? It's your boy Joe P, man. It's going down. Already. Hey, so family, yo. Today we want to talk about a topic that, uh, that I believe most men is... It's, it's hard for them to, to really express themselves to people, you know. We just want to let y'all know, you know, with us being as masculine as we are, you know, we also are a vulnerable at times. And, you know, and we can share things with certain people, but some people like to, to put things in the, in that back space, you know, and they don't want to let it out, you know, as, as far as um, letting people know that they hurt and they need help. <clears throat> so... With that being said, I want to ask my brothers and, and all of the people today, how do you deal with trauma? And has trauma affected you in a good way or a bad way? And what has it done for your life or done to you to, uh, and how you carry yourself? On a day-to-day basis. Man, that's a good ass question, man. It's got me deep, man. Shit on. Um, y'all mind, let me take this one, man. I got I always got a story, man. I got a story for everybody. So I think one of my stories concerning trauma for me, you know, and trauma always seemed like such a bad negative word, and, and it can be, but you know, despite on how you look at it, but one thing, one trauma for me is man, when I was in the kid, when I was a kid, man, I was in this um I was in this grocery store, man, and um, I was, um, we used to be some badass kids, so it was me, and I think it was my sister, man, and she was controlling the basket, and I was at the bottom of the basket, and I was rolling my hands on the floor, and, you know, just swinging down the aisle, having fun with the basket, next thing I know, the basket stopped, up, got caught on my nail, on my finger, man, smashed my finger in the little wheels of the wheel, man, I'm just like, man, I'm hurting, you know, I'm 12, 13, but I'm, I'm hurting, you know, I'm like, I don't know about, I say about 10, 11, staying with my mama. And, um, man, hurt my hand. After that, I say, man, I ain't going to ever let nobody, you know, have that much control of me on a, on a, um, you know, with something like that on the cart like that. So since then, I'm like, you know, as we was kids growing up, you want to get on the bike with your partner. He'd be like, bro, let me pump you. We can go to the store together. Nah, bro, I walk, you know, and like little shit like that or. Like, I don't feel good being the passenger seat of somebody's car. Or with that being said, like, I don't trust nobody with my life in their hands. Like, I know it might sound like, yeah, it came from a kiddie situation, but it followed me as being a man. You know, it kind of hit me on some, I have to be the one that's always in control of everything. And sometimes I know it sucks, but it's like, I got to feel like I got the wheel in my hand, man. Like, whether in any situation, I have to, even if, 
like with my job, I go in there and I don't mean to do it. It's just something, I guess, because of trauma of not trusting my environment. Like, I feel like I have to be in control of it. I go to work and I start the atmosphere like, good morning. I, I start what I want. I want to control this. So now y'all have to just come off of my energy. You know, sometimes I feel like it, it sucks because being controlling sometimes it gets to my head and it's like, but sometimes at the end of the day to be truthful, that trauma that I had of, of trusting and being in control, it makes me get tired of being in control all the time. Mm. If that makes sense too, like, damn, every day I got to make a fucking decision about something, you know, like, fuck, I'm at work. Hey, well, what's this going on? What you think about that? You know, this, that, and other. It's like, fuck. Then get home. Hey, daddy, what you think about? Like, fuck. Like, man, it's like, even though I feel like that trauma made me have to be in control of situations, like, I'm tired. Sometimes can somebody just be like, shit, I'm going to just do this and you just go with the flow. You know, like everything, I feel like as a man, bro, we make so many hard ass to see. I'm just speaking as men yeah. and as for me. I feel like, bro, it's always, I get tired of being in control sometimes. Man. Like sometimes I want to be, you know, shit, not, you know, sexually, I, I do that too. Shit, be in control sometimes. I ain't got a problem with my female. Hey, do what you want to me. Shit, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, the shit get mentally draining sometimes, bro. Spiritually draining sometimes, man. I mean, that's just a little small tra- trauma that happened to me, man. That I feel like it affected me as I grow older, man. Uh, well, be real, man. So I'm about to get real for a second, man. One trauma that affected me was uh, growing up and being child abused, man. Uh, a lot of people don't know. I spent a bunch of time in the foster care system. So it was because my pops, man. So um, my my pops used to beat the hell out of us, man. Like mm. when I say beat the hell out of us, bro, like beat the hell out of us. I know I told y'all a story one time, like how we was out there riding bikes or whatever, and I fell out my back and started crying. And you know my pops came pick me up. Like everything was cool. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, as soon as this, like, hours later, like, I fell off my bike maybe, like, 2 o'clock that day. And, like, hours later, we went in by 7 o'clock that night. He was like, all right, it's time to go in. The nigga started beating me the hell out of me for crying, bruh, for falling off my bike, bruh. So, you know, then we went to uh, foster care, man, you know, and they didn't, I have six, well, five siblings. They all girls. And we didn't go to foster care together. They split us up two by two because nobody would take a family of six kids. So for like a long time, I didn't even see my sisters. I didn't even know like if they was all right or if they was okay. And when they started releasing us, they released us two at a time. You know what I mean? So they let my two youngest sisters go home, see how my mom dealt with that. They let my two next youngest sisters go home, see how my mom dealt with that. And then they let me and my sister finally go home. And see how they dealt with that, you know what I mean? But in the foster care system, man, you know, it's horror stories in there too, man. Like, I remember, man, like hearing the rats run up inside the, the cardboards and scraping in the walls and stuff like that. I mean, you wake up, maybe have roaches on you and stuff like that, man. So it was it wasn't all bad, man, but it was a, a it was some good things in there, man. But it was some bad things in there too. But how that affected me was like, even, you know what I'm saying, growing up, like, my pops wasn't there. He would just pop in and out. 
But every time he would pop up, for some reason, this nigga have a reason to like beat our ass or whatever. So when I got like, this had to be like when I was like 15 or 16, man. You know what I mean? Me and my pops end up fighting. You know what I mean? Mm. Because fear pushed me to the point where I didn't want to get another severe ass whooping like that. You know what I'm saying? And at the point, I'm going to go back for a second. I'm going to take y'all back in time, right? So I remember this if like it was yesterday. I'm 36 years old right now. This probably happened when I was like three or two, two or three. So it's late at night. Me and my sisters is like, oh, man, we hungry. We hungry. You know what I'm saying? So we singing this song like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You know how you are with kids. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, my mom had fixed us like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But I can remember thinking to myself, man, like, I don't want no damn peanut butter and jelly sandwich, man. So this particular day, my dad comes in. It's like nighttime, bro. He comes in. And he was like, hey, what you fix the kids or whatever? And uh, she was like, oh, I made them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, man. Man. I seen my dad pick up a belt and start whooping my mom, bruh. Like she was like, like she was like a kid, like she was like us. You know what I mean? And uh, you know what I'm saying? All I can remember hearing is like, Steve, stop, stop, please, please, stop, stop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, damn, she ain't even do nothing wrong, man. So, but at that time, I felt like a kind of shame, you know what I mean? Because even being young, I felt like I should have done something. I felt like I should have stepped in or or did something, you know what I'm saying, to protect my mom. So flash forward, this particular day, my dad show up. Like, we never knew when he was going to pop up because the nigga would disappear for like, when I say he would disappear, he would disappear like for like a long time, bro. Like years, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no months, it's years, just no contact. And then all of a sudden he would pop up. I figured he had to have some kind of contact with my mom because, he would always know where we would stay. So he ends up popping up this day and uh, it's like, he sees us outside. So he's like, hey, what y'all doing outside? And I'm like, oh, we just out here kicking it. We just out here playing. So long story short, man, you know, I, I don't know what it was. He found some way to feel like he should whoop us or whatever. But this time he ain't changed. Even though we've been to foster care, even though, you know what I mean? it's. It's a different scenario. The time has passed. He's still as abusive as he was then than when we was younger. So uh, I just remember him taking my sister and starting to whoop her. And I'm thinking to myself, I just had that flashback, man, of, you know, my mom. And I'm like, man, I got to do something this time. But like I said, I wasn't acting out of, out of, out of bravery, trying to be brave. You know what I'm saying? I was just scared because I felt like, hey, he gonna do this to all of us. And then at some point, if I don't step in, then this nightmare is never gonna end. Cause that's what it really felt like. It felt like it was a never ending nightmare, bro. So even now, you know, we end up getting a fight, whatever. And uh, my sister ended up calling the cops or whatever. And he took off. I, I don't know why he took off, but I guess he took off or whatever. But um, so, but even now, man, it affects me with my kids, man, because I'd be like, it, 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 like that stuff affected me to the point where it was like, I never hit a woman. I don't care. Like, she could kick me in my balls. She could slap me across my face. She could call me all kind of bees and hoes or, or whatever the case may be. But 
my whole point was I, I never find reason because I, I I've seen women be powerless. You know what I mean? I've seen you know what I'm saying. My mom deal with countless abuse, and I, my sisters, and I'm like, I don't want to be that kind of man. You know what I'm saying? I rather I could always walk away. You know what I mean? I I could always walk away. And then the second thing was with my kids, man. I do not like to whip my kids. Now I do whip my kids. And if I do, I try to be like, okay, I'm gonna give you a few pops on the hands. You know, I really try to not whoop they behinds or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it affected me to the point where it's like, like I like to take stuff away from my kids. My kids got to do a lot to get a whooping. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And even then, it hurts me to whoop them. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to. And I always got that thing like in the back of my head, like, dang. It, Man, am I turning into my dad? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is, is am I is history repeating itself? You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember the first time I whooped my uh my son and he had like a I, I didn't even whoop him. I just, you know what I'm saying? I whooped him across his belt, but 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 I can remember seeing like a a, a red whelp on him or something like that. And I'm like, damn, man. And it was only like three or four pops, but I'm like, damn, man. Maybe I took it too far. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's always it's always a constant battle, man, looking at that man in the mirror, man, and, and waking up every day to decide to be different. You know what I mean? To to not let that past trauma affect me. You know what I mean? But, you know, man, that's my trauma, man. That's real, man. That's real talk. And you should have told us, man. We should have whooped your daddy head, man. <laughs> for real, man. For me, man, I... You know, me and Vero, we we was we was hanging tough for a good little minute, man, and, and we was around his father, man, and I had no clue. I mean, like we literally was going down to Louisiana just to buy lottery tickets, turn around, come back, and you know he was working at McDonald's. Wasn't yeah. he at Sonic with us as well? Yeah, he was at Sonic, Sonic with us too. He was at Sonic for my first job. You know what I'm saying? And I never knew. You know what I'm saying? So that's what crazy, man. I don't know how I would have reacted uh, had I known, you know, that you had been through so much, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, everybody that knows me, you know, I, I embrace my brothers, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what it is and what you're going through, you know, whether you needed to a place to stay, uh, you was in some shit and you yeah. know, hey, Titus, da da da, and, you know, the reason I was I was like that is because I didn't I have an older brother, but I he wasn't present in my life, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I was around my brother um since I was like five or something like that. Couldn't even tell you how he looked today. Mm-hmm. Um so um that's why my the people I keep closest to me, you know, all all my brothers. Um for me, I had many different traumas, man. Um I'm gonna say the one that affected me the most was uh, not having my father present. Um, I used to, I used to wonder, you know, why wouldn't you want to be around me? You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I, I see everybody else. You know, they dads was they was around, they was present, they was. 
you know, taking them to do things, teaching them different things, teaching them, you know, uh, how to be a gentleman, teaching them how to be romantic, you know, right things to say, right cologne to wear, just all kind of stuff, man. And it, it affected me so as um, I kind of felt like that it might it might have been something wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? Because everything I've gained over the years has been it's been for me observing. Um, and so I take the good from the bad. And it got me to the point to where, you know, now in, in today's day that like I would do anything for my kids just to not mimic anything I thought my father might have been like, you know, being that I, that I wasn't in his life. I mean, well, he wasn't in my life. Um, and I did get to see him when I was in the 10th grade. And then that, I, I couldn't even believe that that was my father, to be honest. Mm. Because we didn't, we didn't act like, we didn't, there, there was nothing in me that, let me know that he was my that he was my blood. You know what I'm saying? And I think we probably I think we played dominoes or some shit. And Did you beat us in? Huh? Did you beat us in? Bro, he fell asleep in the middle of the game. He had one bill. Yeah. Fell asleep. I called my mama, said, come pick me up. He was asleep the whole I left his ass in the backyard. Peaced out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um and then the next time I seen him, I had already started having kids and stuff like that. It was right before I went to Japan. Um, and but I, I went I went through by myself um, just to see to let him know that you know I was I was doing good without him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know pulled up in the Charger, mm -hmm. clean. Mm -hmm. That's the white the white one. Right yeah. Pulled up on the plane. Is you? Yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's like, man, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I said, I don't feel like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I said, because you haven't made any attempt to to try to be there for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, and that, like, that shit hurt me. You know what I'm saying? And I used to ask my mom. I always ask my mom, like, what's up? What's up with, with my pops? Yeah. Why he ain't here? Are you? And you know, I have to ask her sometimes. You keeping him from talking to me or what? You know what I'm saying? And she was like, no. You know, he just don't, he just don't want to be there. So I'm just kind of like, do damn. You, do you have rather her say yeah? No. The answer I, I needed, what I felt like I needed was um, some an explanation. I needed an explanation on why you wasn't there why oh or was you staying away from my good because you had so much going on in your life yeah. to where it would affect me i would have been okay with the with a with a detailed answer you know what i'm saying like hey listen i'm on drugs if that's the case i can't bring it i cannot bring this around but i know that ain't true because i have an older brother and you have been in my older brother's life his whole life wow you know what I'm saying? So, me looking at that like, what, like what the fuck is up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's that nigga so special? Man. Yeah. <laughs> and from the things that I saw, he ain't 
he ain't doing too well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's that that shit there, it uh I think I think it uh <laughs> is I think it it it, it fucks with me, man. Like even though I didn't grown past it, I didn't actually forgave the man because I I did used to have this hatred, man. I, I'm like, man, I see this motherfucker again, bro. I'm going to fire his ass up, man. You know what I'm saying? It just, and, um, it, it still bothers me, man, because I still need those answers, bro. Like, I don't care what the fuck the answer is now. You know what I'm saying? I'm about, I'm about to be 35 next week. So I don't give a fuck what the answer is, but I need to know something. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like I can't be... Or I can't be at peace with the situation until I know what the fuck is going on. Closures. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get that closure, man. And just I don't feel like I'm gonna ever get it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I ain't we don't have that kind of relationship, you know what I'm saying? Even when <laughs> funny thing, even when I came back out here to Houston, bro, I I reached out to my brother on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I reached I reached out to link up with him. You know, he never came through. I said, but you got a, you got a number on my pops. Found out my pops was in the man shelter. Cool, got to talk to him for a little bit. I said, yo, got some kids. I, you know, I know you ain't been in my life, you know what I'm saying? But you at least get a chance to, you know, get a fresh start with somebody. Oh, cool, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, my bad. I'm just like, all right, whatever. Um, and I... What I tried to do was uh, extend uh, uh, what it, an olive branch. branch. Hey, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried to ex- extend an olive branch. Like, yo, I know you in a shelter, whatnot, man. I got an extra room at the crib. You want to come here for yeah, a little bro, bit? Really... You know what I'm saying? Until you can get whatever, you know, get on your feet or whatnot. And uh, he said, Nah, I'm gonna wait on God. Does that work? <laughs> So let me ask you a question, uh, not to cut you off, but do you think maybe you have moved on and you you, you just don't know? Because, I mean, to offer this man a spot in your career, bro, that's like... It wasn't even for... See, I'm a very strategic person, man, and everything I do, and, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a something behind it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you hear, then you, you got no. It's like I got you. You you hear? Yeah. You gotta answer these questions. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no getting around in there. And I ain't gonna come at you. I ain't gonna come at that. Hey, get your ass, nigga. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. <laughs> you know what you've been doing over the years, man. You know I. Yeah. You know I need you. Yeah. And now, now you now now I put you in a position where you gotta talk. You gotta say something or at least. Fuck me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and going about your business or whatever. So, like Bernard Mac, me, fuck your kids. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and and I tell you, I haven't moved past it because I, I, whenever I talk about it, it's, it's still obsessive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, man, until I can get that closure, I feel like if I get the closure, it'll help me. You know what I'm saying? Move past it. What's up? I, I, I respect that. I'm, I'm glad you were man enough to even put that out there to, you know, let it be known. I, I feel you 100% when it comes to that situation because when it comes to 
my parents and my issues when it comes to trauma, I still feel like even though I would get an answer or a response to whatever issues or trauma that I had as a kid, I don't feel like it's a, a legit answer. So sometimes you have to accept that you won't get an answer for the traumas that you did have when you were a kid. For sure. Like, like to this day, I really don't know, you know, why the situations played how they played out with me as a kid. Um, you know, the type, well, Mr. Patient, you know, from experience, you know, as a kid, uh -huh. I used to move around a lot. You know, apartments to apartments. You know, I even lived with you for a, a minute. Well, um, I think everybody lived with that nigga for a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, one of my traumas, uh, just give you an example. Um, like I was saying, my mom used to move around a lot. Like we stay on the southwest side of Houston, the north side of Houston. I live basically almost any and everywhere. Um, it was to the point like, we didn't, well, she didn't pay the rent and like, hey, like you guys need to pull all your furniture out, all your stuff out before this day. And we didn't even get to that point. We just left everything in the apartments back to nothing on several occasions, on several occasions. And as a kid, it traumatized me because I'm like eight nine years old looking at all this like hey this is my stuff like where is my stuff where's my nintendo 64 where is my school my school stuff like have to start over on several occasions and it affected me or it traumatized me to the point like when i get to that age or to the age i am now i don't ever want to be in that situation again i don't ever want to have my kids in that situation and if i ever even got close to the point of that situation it would I have, you know, I'd be traumatized. Like, oh no, what, what I'm gonna do here? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, traumatized. It, it it took me it took me a lot to accept. Like, hey, this is the situation, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. So, going forward, well, to answer your question, how I deal with being traumatized is you just have to accept it and and move forward. You know, whatever situation that you got going on. Uh, you might just have to bite the bullet and and reach out to whoever you need to reach out to or you know just stay 10 toes down and and assess the situation um my father wasn't in my life as well he was in my life but he wasn't as well due to certain issues drugs or whatever the case may be so i would see him say hey hi but then he'd be gone for long periods of time i see him again hey what's going on how you doing and then he'd be gone for long periods of time so I didn't even have the mother or the father to 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 go back on to say, hey, you know, why did you do this? Why did you do that? And to this day, I ask those same questions and I still can't get a, a relevant answer. And it traumatized me to the point that anytime my kids have a, a issue or a problem or, or some type of quorum, I try to give my 100%, hey, what's going on? How can I help you? What's the issue? Because I don't want them to be traumatized like I was as a kid. So even though I'm basically still traumatized from what happened to me as a kid, I don't want that to be the same thing for my kids. So let me ask you a question. Does that make you like, um, 
overcompensate or do you feel like you 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 overcompensate because you don't want to be viewed that way you don't want to be looked at that way yes i feel like i am overcompensated because i don't want to be compared any type of way to my parents you know oh everybody say oh yeah you know what you look just like your dad yeah but i'm better than or hey you know you you got resemblance to your mom how your mom doing it's like I don't really want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about my mom, you know, things like that. So yeah. it it kind of, you know, it's kind of bad blood when it comes to it, but like, it's because of how traumatized I was. And it's like, I don't even want to go that route or, you know, bring up the conversation about my parents, you know what I mean? So as of right now, yeah, I can honestly say that I'm probably still traumatized about this situation, but I feel like it makes me better as a person. Man, bro, that's, that's deep right there, man. I, I feel you. And um, I'm sorry, you know, from brother to brother, man, that you even had to experience that. Hey, it's life, bro. Yeah, I, it, I, it, it, it is, bro. It is. You, know, you know, to man to man, bro, I feel like, man, through all of that, man, you handled it well. You came out on top. I feel what you're saying. And um, you ended off by saying um, that it made you a better individual, man. Shit, I guess my question to you is, Jarvis, um, how do you feel like it made you a better person? Like, what, what did it I, do? To I make feel like better? it made me a better person because um, I do a lot more with my with my children versus what my parents did with me, and um, I feel like all the opportunities that I had as a kid, I'm able to do it to give it to them as well. Like, I always wanted to play football as a kid. Yeah. I always wanted to be in some type of, you know, extracurricular activity. So I didn't have that as a kid. So when I got older, I always, you know, made sure that they were in something. I always be active, stayed on them. Yeah. Make sure they had clothes on their back. Make sure they had shoes on their feet. Versus mm-hmm. me, I, I, I didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. You know, so I just, every mistake that they made, I always, uh, put my heart into not making those mistakes for my children. Yeah. Like anything, even the smallest thing, like learning how to swim. My oldest has the hardest time learning how to swim, but I had a trauma as a kid, I almost drowned. And after I had that incident happen, from the next day, I tried to teach myself how to swim. Mm-hmm. Taught myself how to swim. I learned how to swim so good. I even taught my <laughs> older brother how to swim. <laughs> Yeah. Just so he won't get into the same situation, yeah, that's you know, even even though I try to try teach my kids and they don't learn or, you know, the process is hard. Like I try to still instill with them everything that I didn't learn, give them yeah. all the tools that I didn't have as a kid. And I think the trauma made me a better person than I am now, you know, to take care of my kids or just be a better person in itself. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, I guess, hump the horn or, or you know. Tooth the horn? Yeah, tooth the, tooth the horn or, you know, blow blow gas up my ass. But if I if I talk to someone, they'd be like, or if I hear somebody say, hey, you know, Jarvis, I appreciate you, man. You you a real person, you know, regardless of, you know, school or, or, or work or outside or just taking care of my kids, period. Like, you do that. And that's what satisfied me that that makes me feel like yeah, i'm accomplished sure. and i did what i had to do as yeah. a parent or yeah. just as a man period yeah you know versus my parents and how they raised me mm-hmm. you know so um 
I feel like it did make me a better person. My traumas have made me stronger. Yeah. I do have weak moments, um, but, you know, I always say only the strong survive. And, you know, if we still here standing through all the situations that we had, you know, in our previous, you know, growing up, mm -hmm. um, we're the strongest yeah, and we're surviving. That's real. So uh, I got a question for the group, man. Do y'all think that hurt people hurt people? Or, you know, we talking about trauma, like, do you think it, it can affect another generation? Like, yeah. can it be generational? Can it just pass down yeah, from your parents to you, to your kids, to mm -hmm. their kids? You know, so I guess do hurt people hurt people? Yeah, man, hurt people do hurt people, man. I mean, I mean, it could be, you know, whether you try to do it on purpose or whether, you know, it's just something. And I feel like most of the time it's stuff that we don't do on purpose. It's just this what this all we know. So and you can only give out what you have. And I don't expect something from somebody that you can't give. So it's like <clears throat> with certain situations, I feel like. I just say like I was we was talking earlier, like and just in relationships in general, just I feel like hurt people hurt people in those situations. Like they come out of one bad relationship and jump into another one and they're not ready or no, they're not they haven't matured or healed from that last relationship and they jump into this next one and it's like, okay, here I go with all this baggage and with all this extra stuff and all this pain and hurt. And now I'm coming over here, you know, unintentionally hurting you. And then now you hurt, and then next thing you know, it's gonna go on to the next person she talked to. And I mean, because man, hurt people hurt people. And I say with our parents, you know, it was just stuff that they did, you know, that you know, truthfully, they could have got some trauma that they had with their family, with their moms and their pops and whatever. And now it done trickled down on us. And now look how we look how it affected us, whether it was good or bad, you know. And fortunately, it seems like we all in a good place right now. But I mean, it, it took a while to get to this point, man. We have been hurt. You know, the only thing is, is that what you're going to do with that hurt? You know? I agree with you 100%. Hurt people do hurt people, but I believe that is on the person itself. Even though, like you said, all our situations, how we grew up, whatever we went, went through, yeah, we could instill that same hurt into our children or yeah. our spouses or whatever the case may be, but we chose not to. You know, we, we chose to adapt and overcome. Yeah. So me personally, I believe that it all depends on the person. Yeah, you can be hurt and then hurt somebody else for, you know, malicious reasons. But I mean, as a man or as a person, you know, you would want to change and elevate. And I think that's what we all did. We all got hurt yeah. from whatever situation, from parents, from spouses, from just life situations, period. But we all made that decision. Well, hey, we're not going to pass that hurt on to somebody else. You know, I'm not going to instill hurt on my children or to, or anybody to that case. You know, I'm going to be the, the best person I'm, I, I can be. You know, I'm going to spread positivity. I'm going to spread love. Even though I didn't get it as a kid, that doesn't mean that I can't give it to somebody else. Yeah, that's real. You know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what, I mean, I think that's what everybody should do. You know, yeah. I, um, I, I kind of agree with the sentiment, but I think I mainly disagree. I don't think um, I don't think hurt people hurt people. I think people that don't deal with that pain, 
hurt people. Hurt people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. I, like, so hurt people. Hurt people. Right? No, you, uh, because yeah, you have a perfect true. example here of everybody learned something, and after that that trauma, everybody said that it changed them to the point where they didn't want to pass it down. That's because at some level you dealt with that trauma and made a decision that, hey, even though I was hurt, I refused to take this pain and give it to somebody else. So that's why I said I don't think hurt people hurt people. I think hurt people that don't deal with that trauma, mm-hmm. that don't deal with that pain, hurt people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At some point you have to make we we've all been hurt before, mm-hmm. but being hurt is not an excuse to hurt somebody else. You know what I mean? You have a responsibility to take care of that pain, however you need to take care of it, whether that's therapy, whether that's talking to a friend, whether that's changing your environment or your surroundings or working on yourself subconsciously, because believe it or not, even when we were going through that pain, even when we were going through that trauma, we were all working on ourselves to better ourselves. So we didn't repeat the sins of our fathers or our mothers. True, you know, true. we were all striving and telling ourselves in that moment, like, hey, when I get kids or when I do this, I'm going to do this different mm-hmm. and I'm going to do that different. <clears throat> now, I'm not saying that that makes us perfect or that, you know, we have some kind of cheat code on how to overcome trauma or pain because, you know, trauma is real. I feel like, you know, sometimes we still deal with it. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying, whether it's a dream that we're having or, you know, unanswered questions that we still want to ask, we, we that doesn't mean that, you know what I'm saying, we're completely over that trauma or that we don't, we, we, we that, that, that pain from that trauma is any less. It just means that, hey, we found a way to deal with it to the point where we're not going to pass that on to our kids, where our kids are not going to know what it's like to not have a father there in their life or they're not going to know what it is to, you know, be being, you know, senseless and not understand the rhyme or the reasons why, you know, or where your your your, your kids are not going to know, like, where they have to take everything and be in control and in charge of everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to teach them, like, hey, it's okay to depend and trust on other people. You know what I mean? Starting with yourself. So, like I said, I don't think hurt people hurt people. I think hurt people that haven't dealt with that trauma or that pain that they're going through hurt people. You know, I heard y'all say about the relationships earlier, like you don't have to take on that baggage from another relationship. You know, with every pain, there can be a lesson. You know what I'm saying? And when you don't see those lessons, I think that's when we repeat the same mistakes. You know, it's like that woman that just always finds that certain type of man or that that man always finds himself with that certain type of woman or, you know, you find yourself in the same situations over and over and over again. You know, as bad as trauma can be, I do think you can find healing. And I do think that you can learn some lessons that help you improve yourself as a person. But I mean, that's just my take on it. Yeah, and to to touch on that as well, man, I feel like uh, a lot of people that do hurt people, they didn't know how to heal. 
And when you don't know how to heal, and all you know how to do is hurt, that's yeah. that's what you're gonna give up. Yeah, you true. know what I'm saying. So, um, it's it all boils down to what you have around you, your support system. You know those people that you got in your life that's that's telling you and helping you get through those things. Um, to to help you uh be resilient. You know what I'm saying? Because um, just from what I hear from you guys, man, um, how y'all, how you guys are now and the things that y'all have been through, man, and the way you guys have bounced back, man, it's, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys don't, you haven't brought this on to your kid's life, man. And then the positivity and, and the child bring to everybody else's life around y'all is, it's crazy. Um, I know for me, uh, I had to take time for myself to to make sure I, I was good before I could try to involve other people in my life. You know what I'm saying? Um, for my kids, I'm I'm all they always was like priority for me. So I, you know, I I don't ever uh, try to intentionally bring any trauma to their life. You know, trauma to them maybe. Man, he made me stand in the corner all day, or, or I had, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Because of they didn't, they didn't have to grow up in the environment that I grew grew up in. Because I've I've put myself in the position to where they wouldn't even have to experience that. They don't even know what what the ghetto is. Yeah, you know, having to, you know what I'm saying, having to try to fan for themselves and this, that, and the third. Because I've always been there. I've always taken, and I, I pretty much stood at the forefront of everything to make sure that. You know, I can I could take any incoming trauma or anything that was gonna put them in the position to whatever like, oh my god. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, hurt people do hurt people if they don't know how to heal. Yeah. And that's that's what I feel. That's do how I feel about it. I got a question for you, Mr. Patient. Yes, sir. Do you think that Regardless of if you do not have any traumas with your with your children, or you know your your children don't have any traumas or issues, do you think that will hurt them in the long run? Um, I'm I'm gonna say no because I'm gonna try to prepare them the best way I know how um, when they are. Um, in a situation to where something could be traumatic for them. Um, so I, I talk to my, my girls and my boys, but I talk to them like adults, you know, like, like I feel like that they should be understanding me. You know, they may, they may be grasping on certain things, but if I, I feel like if I continue to talk to them, you know, like we're on the same level, eventually they're going to, they're going to get there. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. that's going to help them out later on in life. It's gonna prepare them for whatever is to come. Um and I and I wanna try and uh I'm gonna say train. I'm I wanna try to train them up as best yeah. way I know how. Yeah um good response. I don't <clears throat> it's kinda it's, hard man to kinda <laughs> like yeah. try to shield your kids from drama because you don't know you don't know how it's gonna come. 
it might not necessarily you be the trauma, but it could be a friend that what they really was close to at school died. That's a trauma, you know. Um, you know, somebody active shooter in the school, that's a trauma. Yeah. You know, they get driving along the road and you get in a wreck and somebody hits on the side of their door. That that's a trauma. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think you can every I don't think you can fully prepare them because everybody reacts to trauma differently. You know what I mean? Some people, they go into a shell, you know, and it just changes their nature where you might see a kid that may have been happy-go-lucky and now they just doom and gloom. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it could give them a scare, like, where they just always have a fear of death. So it makes them over-cautious. You know what I'm saying? They safe, 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 safe. You know what I mean? So you could try to prepare them as best as you can, but I don't think, like, we, we don't have all the answers. You know what I mean? And for all you can do is try to love them, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and hope that the love that you give them and that you provide them for your kids is, is sufficient enough, you know what I mean, to help carry them through, you know what I mean, and provide them with the lessons that you learn. And somewhere in there that God opens their eyes and they're able to see something that can help them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so I was only I was only speaking like that as far as my experience, you know. So I I have experienced a lot of different things throughout life, you know, um, and things that I think that that they won't have to experience, being that like like I said yeah. that they're not in that environment. But you know, I've seen death. Um, I'm 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 in the military. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. My first my first deployment, you know, somebody died the first day we. We got there. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Sandstorm, little um one of the uh the uh I'm gonna just say sheds, the top of it flew off of it and slid somebody here right right now. Just it, day one, you know what I'm saying? And they took the body, put the body in the freezer because they couldn't get it out. Um, you know, soon. So the body was was here, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I've, I feel like I've experienced enough of, of a lot of stuff to be able to tr to try to prepare them for things that are to come or when death do come you know, or whatever. Hey, don't don't always look at it as a bad thing. You know, you gotta look at it as you know we we going through life. We we experiencing so much stuff, but when you're gone, you you don't have to experience that anymore. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's no there's no more pain. You know, to judgment day, depending on how you live your life, yeah. whatever the case may be. But you know, when that day does come, don't be sad about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know, you no longer are, are stressed out about uh, the everyday stresses of, of life yeah. and the things that you don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and with that, and when it comes to finances and and just just everything, man. I I've been to a point to where I was dead broke. I didn't have no money. I didn't even have a fucking bank account. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But from there to where I am now, you were like that. I I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You would you would never yeah. believe it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we all got a story and we all we started somewhere, you know. But I was resilient enough, you know, to to be able to continue to push through each 
stage in my life and each situation, you know, to where I have that experience and I'm able to talk about it and I'm able to pass on this wisdom to them so they won't make those same mistakes. So would you say that trauma is, I mean, it sounds oddly, but trauma is so much somewhere of a good thing because it prepares you for, you know, whatever situations that go on going forward in life? Trauma can be a good thing. And the good I've gotten out of, uh, I'm gonna I'm use my mama. Um, Shout out to you, Willis. My mama didn't always. Didn't love you. She didn't always have it. You know what I'm saying? There was even times to where she ain't even had the bread to get us nothing for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So just imagine, you know, Christmas coming. There's nothing under the tree. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, you're not sad at the fact that you ain't got nothing. You just sad at the fact that you're not able to get nothing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. one thing my mama has always taught me that she doesn't know is how to survive. That's like one of the main things I learned from her. Like I have to do what I have to do to survive. You know what I'm saying? I have to make certain sacrifices to survive. Like she's that shit is instilled in me. I could lose everything today, but I promise you, I'm gonna survive. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make a way. Yeah, yeah. I don't no way. I don't. I don't nothing. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna survive. You know what I'm saying? So the that with with that with her giving me that trauma, you know. Well, I ain't gonna say her per se, but me me being in that situation with her, that those financial binds. You know what I'm saying? It 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 helped me and it and it gave me my left and right limits, you know, when it came to different things in life. Or if I'm down to my last twenty dollars and all right, how am I gonna make this twenty dollar stretch? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I'm gonna make it stretch. And yeah. I'm gonna have gas to get to work. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm I promise you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Biggest fans. And yeah. she definitely uh, showed me, you know, no matter what we got going on in life, you know, you can still keep pushing and you can still uh, keep moving yeah. forward. You know, yeah. I, I can think back to a time where she had, uh, the damn lights was off, bro. And, you know, and as a kid, you kind of looking like, hey, hey, mama, what's, what's up? up? Yeah. Mama, mama ain't stressing. She, yeah. got, she went in there, she got the candles, she lit the candles up. You know what I'm saying? She only got Timmy Chan's, got the little wing dinner. You know what I'm saying? We bust that wing dinner down. Yeah. yeah. We went through it. Hey, bro, we make it, it was like enough. nothing yeah. ever happened. Bro, she. Yeah. She showed me, like, you don't. You could push through all of this shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it. I, it, good trauma? Because trauma is trauma, it, it induces pain. Like nothing <clears throat> feels good about it. But I do think you can. Could be necessary. You can you can taste exactly. some 
you can learn some positives from it. You know what I mean? In that pain, as you could say. I mean, take the good you, from the bad. Yeah. You talked about your mom. So yeah. shout out to mama. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Mom. You know we love her. We love you, man. But uh my mom, man, she she had cancer, man. You know what I mean? And this was it's crazy, man, because I still be looking back and I don't understand how she did it. How you did it. She had just lost her sister maybe like a month before. And before she could even just really heal from that, she found out that she had cancer. And I just remember when she when she told us, I mean, she had uh, a friend of the family there and she was just like, you know, we just want to let you know your mom has cancer and, you know, she's going to need y'all to help and, and pitch in. But to my mind, I couldn't understand it because my mom made it cancer look so easy. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't understand the devastation. At this time, my mom, my, my, I told y'all my dad wasn't around. So it was my mom raising six kids by herself while receiving chemo. And I never seen my mom. Like, I just never seen my mom just get weak or, you know what I'm saying, suffer or be throwing up or nothing. If she was experiencing that stuff, my mom hit it down. Well, man. Mm-hmm. Well, man. But shout out Miss Shannon, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout from mm-hmm. so from that moment, I just looked at my mom and I, I just admired her so much because I just was like, damn, that's 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 some resilience, man. Like mm-hmm. as a, and it still blows my mind because as I, I'm older now and I can really look back on that moment and kind of understand, like, bruh. She was going through some stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And listen, my mama deserved all the roses and the flowers because I don't know no woman that's going to raise six kids and just not abandon them, not like she was just making it happen even through this time, man. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of taught me like if my mama could go to cancer with six kids and have cancer and still raise us and not like we weren't missing no meals. We weren't hungry, we weren't starving. Like it was nothing. I mean, she you probably talked to her and she's like, hey, I, I just trust the guy. You know what I'm saying? He you made see. a way. You know what yeah. I mean? But it just taught me like you ain't got no excuses. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, God wakes you up every morning, your your right mind. You know what I'm saying? You got a sound better, you got perfect health. You can go out there and do something. You know what I mean? I, I don't care what it is, the, the sacrifice. That's sacrifice, bro. Like, my mama taught me, like, this is what it means to have love. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, I, we weren't the best kids. We didn't make it easier for her. You know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure it was many times to herself she probably was thinking, you know what? Forget it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to leave it all. You know what I'm saying? But she stayed there and she hung with it and she never gave up, man. And love you, mama. But shout out, man. So I don't think you it, it can be a good thing because it's painful. You know what I'm saying? But you can have 
good moments that come out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, that's just my take, man. That's real, man. I, I feel that, man. Fight. I feel like it's that's real. Pressure bus fights, man. Trauma is. I mean, it can. It, it is a bad thing. I mean, it has a negative concept to it. But again, it's like, man, it's either like when you're in that position, like, what do you do? And it's either shit, it's either dirt or diamonds, shit. You know, it's just like, yeah. shit, this is how I'm going to handle that situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it really brings out your, I think trauma really brings out your true character, man. Like, exactly. Trauma builds character. I mean, man. it builds character, bro. Like, right. it really starts saying, like, okay, now I'm in this predicament. What the fuck am I about to do? And right, right now, it's like, shit, what? And for me, I feel like when I'm in hard situations, that's when I can think at my best, bro. Like when shit is on on the line, like I'm, I feel like even back in class, like fuck, I got this paperwork that's supposed to be done two weeks from now. I wait till the day before. I'm supposed to put out the best motherfucking paperwork <laughs> and, and and pass that motherfucking. Yeah. Like I, I do good under pressure, bro. Like I'm just, I feel like that's how trauma is. Is like no matter what I went through, I always feel like. Shit, how can I make the best out of this fucking situation, bro? Like, exactly. okay, bet this going on in my life, shit. This is how I'm gonna handle it. Fuck, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I don't give a fuck what if I gotta get my hands dirty. It, I, this is just what I gotta do, and I don't know if that's just that controlling spirit of mine. It's just like, fuck what you gotta say. Fuck what anybody else gotta talk about. I gotta dig myself out this ditch. Exactly. Like, um, this just, just, just what I gotta do, and that's how I feel as being a father. Like, I feel like my traumas has just made me just be, just a. Uh, 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 ultimate father man and it's just it, it's just it's just crazy man and on a, another note man it was just it was crazy how y'all speaking about your moms and you know shout out to y'all moms too man and i love y'all i love the women too man great mothers and uh that really touched man about what you saying about your mom with cancer yeah. man because on another note to you guys man i just found out my wife got diagnosed with cancer man. wow man i'm it's crazy. I'm sorry to hear that, man. You know, she, you know, she like family, man. I mean, she is family. You know, that's that's sis. So it's just crazy, man. That man, that's just crazy to hear that, man. But how's that affecting you? You know, we talking about trauma. So how's that affecting you, man? Um, you know, truly, bro. I I keep asking myself, man. Um. Since I found out about her diagnosis, man, with the cancer, man, I just, um, I don't know how it's affecting me. I don't even know how to feel about it. It's kind of like, I keep wondering to myself, why do everybody keep asking me, I'm I okay? You know, like, it's my wife, you know, like, I don't, I just like, I don't know how to accept it or explain or answer that question. But I guess at the end of the day, it does affect me because it's more than just my wife, bro. It's, it's my best friend, you know, like it's my, it's my player partner. It's my, it's my queen. It's my, my right hand, my left hand, man. You know, like we, we fuck around. Like, like I know it's crazy, but like sister and brother, like this is my partner. And to find out, like I, out of everybody, like this hit my, my best friend. Like, well, you got diagnosed with cancer, not just cancer, like a rare cancer at that. And it's like, I mean, that shit hurt, bro. It hurt. Yeah. It do, bro. It, 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 it really do, yeah, bro. That shit hurt. Should. You know what I'm saying? Because I lay with this woman, bro, every day, bro. Every night, you know, like, this is what I daydream about. Like, this woman. And you're going to tell me, like, you diagnosed with cancer, bro? Like, I'm like, nigga, come again? Like, yeah. this shit crazy, bro. And, like, the other day I actually seen after the chemo, like, 
you know, after the um after her surgery and stuff, like she was hurting, bro. Like, and to see your wife or your your significant other hurting and you can't do nothing about it, bro. Like, all I can do is sit here and just I keep asking you, hey, are you okay? And sit there and just pray for you. Like, usually as a man, like I say, I'm I'm always in control, I'm a provider. So my thing I always do is I, I throw money at everything. It's gonna be like, okay, well, we we can fix this with money, we can do this, but I ain't I ain't got enough money to fix this shit. Like to stop you from hurting, bro. Like, and I feel like right now, as controlling as I am, like I have no control right now. And that shit hurts my fucking nerves, bro. It's out of your control. It's out of my control, bro. Like I can't do nothing for you, man. Like, but pray. And I know prayer is everything, but for me right now, that's just not enough. It's like I love you so much. I wish that I could touch your body and take your sickness from you and give it to me. Like that's how serious it is for me. Like, yeah. I don't want you to be hurt. Yeah. Because when you hurt, I hurt, man. Yeah. Like I, I hurt. If I ask you, baby, is something wrong with you? I'm asking you that because more than likely something is wrong with me. Yeah. I, I, I feel your pain, even though I'm not in that. I don't have that physical counsel that you have. It hurt me to see you hurt. That shit hurt. It hurt. And to try to stay positive. And I feel like I'm such a jokester all the time. Like I joke all the time. But in real life, I just be hiding pain like a motherfucker. I just, I just, I just try to laugh all the time to try to keep from pain and this shit. So it's like it's hard to try to stay positive in such a negative situation. Especially when you're trying to force it on her. Like I'm steady trying to joke. But nigga, deep down inside, I'm on the toilet, nigga. I'm crying like a motherfucker, man. Or I'm in the shower, I'm crying like a motherfucker. But I get out of the shower, I'm, what's up, beautiful? Yeah. What's up, baby? You know, I still got to gotta do my part, but shit, now I'm hurting shit. And, it, and I can understand that 100%. And, and to go on your point, that's a new trauma. That's not something that, you know, you had yeah. as a kid and grew up with. It's yeah, a new sure. trauma. And I can relate to you 100%. And, you know, prayers to, to your wife. Um, I'm going to I'm going through a similar situation, but it's with my grandmother. Yeah. She got diagnosed with stage four cancer. She's Damn, 73 man. years old. Man. All she did was take care of her family, go to work every day, yeah. come home, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. And like, you know, like I was telling you guys previously, like, you know, my parents really wasn't in my in my life, you know, mm-hmm. during my lifetime. But my grandmother was I consider my grandmother like my mother, yeah, you know. So when I see that, you know, well, when she told me that she was diagnosed with stage four, like I just broke down and cried, like right in front of her, you know, she gave me a hug. She said everything was fine. How strong she is. She was to the point like, yeah, I'm going to go to chemotherapy and then I'm going to go back to work after that. I'm like, granny, like what I call a gene. Like, so I'm like, you don't need to do all that. Like, you know, no rest up, you know, get yourself together, things like that. But she was so adamant of continuing to work just to get her mind off of the situation yeah, or you know sure. just being a strong woman mm-hmm. and it's like how can you be strong for someone Man. and i i guess they're stronger than you yeah, you know sure. it's like okay well you know I, I got cancer it's stage four but you know i'm still gonna go throughout the day mind yeah. you're on the other hand breaking down crying like oh my god like you know, it's the it's the end, whatever the case may be. And like it still messed with me now. You yeah. know, this is a new trauma that I have. Yeah. You know, regardless of, you know, how new it is or the situation that may be, like 
it's going to affect you. Yeah. You know? so. And, you know, all we can do is, you know, be as supportive as we can and, you know, just, you know, be there for that person. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, well, it hurts. Yeah. It really do. You do. Especially if it's a person that significant for you that has did so much for you. Mm -hmm. Like, like you said, I just want to just touch her and like just transfer all that cancer to me, you know, regardless of, you know, how old she is or, you know, whatever case may be like, that's, that's my grandmother. Like, that's my mama. You know, like, I do anything for her. You know, if she needed blood, for yeah. whatever or bone marrow yeah. she, if she need an arm yeah, here you go we got a whole yeah, yeah. 34 year old arm you yeah. can borrow you know what yeah. i'm saying because like that's how much you know yeah. you care for your significant other or yeah, your, your your family member yeah so i i understand and respect it 100 percent. that's real man. man i just want to say that uh y'all going through it man but the good thing about it, if there could be some good out of this, is that you're not going through it yourself, by yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We know everybody here pretty much is family, man. We all see yeah. each other as as brothers, man, you know. And listen, if you want to talk, if you want to cry, you want to scream, you want to cuss, you know what I mean? Know that it's out there for you. You know what I mean? I know that we got y'all back, man. No no matter what it is, no matter what you need, no matter, even if it, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, just just come by the house sometime and check on me, man. You know what I mean? But uh, it's real. So now that we said that, dealing with that trauma, man, like how is it affecting like the family as a whole? You know what I mean? You know, because I know you talked about you, but how do you think it's affecting, like, the family? Man, I think with the family, man, I think it's, um, I think things don't start to get real to us, man, until shit start hitting home, bro. It's like, yeah, we hear about this, we hear about that, you know, but then when it's something that's close to you like that, it's kind of like, oh, my God, like, nah, not, you know. Not my sister, or not my aunt, or not my, you know, whatever my wife is to everybody, you know, my sister, this, that, and the other, bro. And it's just, I mean, even though it didn't happen, I, I cannot lie, man. My family has been very supportive, bro, like, on both ends, on my end, as well as my wife, bro. I mean, just, man, we've been getting flowers sent to the house, just all type of stuff, man. And it's just, it's, it's crazy, but it's to the point now where I feel like, my wife is so young. I feel like now I, I need to get all my sisters. Like I'm, I'm looking at my daughters. Like I don't want y'all to have to go through this. Like I'm looking at my sisters. Like hey, go to the doctors, get your checkups now, man. Like, and it sucks that you got to go through things like this just to start, you know, trying to do better or whatever, and trying to figure stuff out, man. Like I even told myself, like hey, I'm about to go get my manly checkup, like. I know they be saying, well, don't get the, you know, I don't know what it's called, but when your man get the finger up his ass, get his ass prostate. checked and shit, prostate, yeah, cold and shit checked. Like, yeah, don't do yeah. that until you're 40. Fuck that. I'm making an appointment in two weeks. Like, <laughs> I'm getting it done now. Like, I don't get up there and see because shit is happening way earlier than what it used to be, bro. And it's yeah. just, um, 
it's, it's just crazy, man. But like I say, the family is, is doing good. Everybody's supporting it. And thank y'all for supporting us, man. It's just, just keep us in prayer, bro. And just, um, just, I guess, pray for me for sure, bro. So that I can be able to just be that supportive husband that she needs, you know, because I know at the end of the day, a woman love everything about themselves, man, especially they have, yeah. you know, with my wife having, you know, dreads or whatever, it's kind of like, I asked her, like, you okay? And she just like, I just can't believe I'm about to lose all my hair, like, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, man, shit, at the end of the day, you're still going to be beautiful. But at the end yeah. of the day, it's like, man, you my husband. That's what you're supposed to say. Yeah. But, like, she going to be hurting, man. Like, she yeah. going to hurt because now this this is a woman's, her hair is like their self-esteem, yeah, you know. That's like the crown. That's their crown, brother, yeah. you know. So it's like, even though you're my husband, nothing that you can really say right now is going to, make me feel better about this and lose my hair, man, about to go through this. But like I tell her, it's all a process, man. And, you know, it's, it's it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I can say um, on, on my end with my grandmother, um, we have family member that, members that come by and check on her. And, you know, I send her flowers from time to time. Um, as of right now, I think that uh, we're just trying to get close or get that family camaraderie because we really yeah. never really had it, you know? Yeah. So like, since this situation that has happened, like, you know, we've had, you know, cousins come out, you know, see yeah. uh, people that we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So, um, I'm not going to say I'm it's hopeful, but you know, we are trying to, you know, get some type of reconciliation when it comes to family and, you know, try to, come together as one during this situation right now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I said, my grandmother is, she's a tank. She's a trooper. Like, yeah. I can honestly say I, I learned how to go through adversity through her. So, you know, yeah. I just got this thing of, you know, you don't crack under pressure, you relax under pressure. You know? yeah. So I feel like, you know, that's what she's doing. So I have to be, you know, I guess, a good grandson or responsible to, you know, make sure that she's all right. If she needs anything, you know, reach out to the family. Hey, how she doing? You know, and how was her doctor's appointment? Things yeah. like that. So everyone is doing or trying to do their part yeah. um, when it comes to making sure my grandmother's all right. And, you know, everybody working together to try to make sure that, you know, she's straight. Yeah. And I got a question real quick, man. Just, yeah. Um, I know it might be besides the point, but just um, just asking in general, man. And I know me, and I'm asking this because I know me, man. And it's just like we were just talking about, you know, with the counselor, you know, with my wife and with your grandmother, man. But it's like I was just trying to just like hold back my tears, but just to ask y'all, man, like, when is the last time that you really cried, bro? I, I mean, like, really, just let it out, like, hey, I'm I'm fucked up right now. Before my before my granny just broke the news to me, I would yeah. say it was about I don't know fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. ten years ago. Yeah, I really don't like to to show that emotion because I mean, unfortunately, how I was raised, I don't feel like it's needed. Yeah, it's like situations are going to happen, and either you're going to you know adapt to that situation or you're going to oh, eat you shit. up. Yeah. You know. And I feel like if you let it eat you up, then, you know, I mean, that's a part of a, a weakness, you know, but 
that's me on my end when it comes to that. Yeah, that's real. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how long it been. Yeah. Nah, I think for me it was about about uh, a couple months ago. Uh, man, I can't see y'all, as y'all know. Uh, my wife is pregnant. Yeah. Well, yeah, y'all do know my wife is pregnant or whatever, and uh, so uh, one morning we just happened to wake up. I don't know what woke us up this morning, man. But she just happened to uh, wake up or whatever. And uh, she went to the restroom or whatever. And she just was like, oh, babe, I'm, I'm bleeding. You know what I'm saying? And you know how you, somebody tell you something, but then they say it in a tone that's like, you can hear the fear in their voice. I'm bleeding. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. that's, that's kind of how it was. And I was like, oh, so it's, I'm like, what? You mean like a little blood or a lot? She's like, no, it's a lot of blood and I'm seeing blood clots. Mm. So, man, I was like, hey, get on, get your clothes on. Come on, let's go. We just hopped up out of bed, got dressed. Like she didn't put no, nothing on, bro. She just had on some tights or whatever, man. And she went to the hospital and I'm sitting there thinking like, you can see the worry on her face because she really thinking like something's wrong. And I'm trying to be strong. I'm trying to be like, you know, hey, everything is cool or whatever, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. You know, the things that you try to tell them to, yeah, yeah. to relax them and calm them down, man. But so we get back there or whatever. And uh, like, it's like death just in the air. Like every, it's, you could tell like people are thinking that, but they don't want to say it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, man. So we get back there or whatever, man. And uh so they uh they they just have her sitting there and she's just waiting the whole time, you know, her thoughts is going crazy. She's looking on the internet and stuff like that. I'm like, baby, just stay off the internet, man. You yeah. know, don't don't even look at it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? She's like, Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. She's shaking and stuff like that, man. So uh they went ahead and did the ultrasound, but you know, during the ultrasound, you can't hear nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like, and they not telling her nothing. So man, when she came back in there, man, my wife was completely broken. And the first words to her, I was like, "What? What happened?" And she was like, "I think I killed our baby." And that just broke me right there, man. Mm-hmm. And it was just hearing her say that, man, was like, "Damn!" I, I wasn't crying because. She was crying. I wasn't crying because I was hurt. I was crying because I knew this was gonna break her. Like yeah, this, yeah, like yeah. she was gonna be Dang devastated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it just broke me just hearing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I just want to console you and let you know it's gonna yeah. be alright. But yeah, yeah. how can I do that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's nothing I could tell you. It's nothing that I could say to you that's gonna convince you in this moment to it's gonna be all right yeah you know what i mean but i mean that's that's the last time i cried man. yeah damn man. but the baby good though right yeah baby good yeah baby, baby good, good. Right. Baby good baby. y'all everybody wait no twins man, yeah. man stop twins stop it stop it stop it please stop it yeah oh but uh man First off, I want to tell y'all, man, um, while y'all are being strong for y'all loved ones, you know, allow your brothers to be strong for y'all. 
Yes, that's true. Um, and right. we can make sure that you know we are we all in, in a good headspace. You know, especially when we're going through the things and we feel like we don't need people. You know, the people that's closest to you can see when when you need that help or when you need that helping hand or at least when you need to to vent to somebody or whatever the case. Just just allow us to mm-hmm. to be there for you, man. You know. Sure. And this is definitely, definitely one for the books, man. I, I definitely um, appreciate y'all, you know, hitting uh, just the brothers and then the, the listeners out there, man, into your lives, you know, to, to let them know, you know, me, me and all vulnerable, man. Yeah, you for know, sure, for sure, for sure. And it's just, you know, goes to show that it's, it's okay to share, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and just to get those things off your chest and, you know, and uh, just allowing the, to people to see that you really, you're a real person, you know, because we sometimes we put on these, these, uh, these faces and songs <laughs> and just, we, we put, uh, you know, to, to allow people to, to think that everything is all good, man. You know, when, when sometimes you're really hurting on, you know, deep down, man. Um, and, with that being said, man, until the next time, the everyday man is out. We out, man. We out. We out. We out. Don't forget to share, share, share. Like and subscribe. Yes, sir. And remember, man, thank you for joining us, family. Because if you listen, yes, you are family. For sure. Already. Something about you Trying to ignore the signs Do you even hear me when I speak? Yeah Do you even feel me? No, you don't I know You don't I know Impatient, conceited But I swear it's like I need